Hello, and thank you for joining us today. This is Victoria Schnepps, and I'm here with my dear friend, Geraldo Rivera. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is Straight Talk, health and wellness brought to you by HIPAAvideo.net. You know Geraldo from his Emmy award-winning television career, but he's also an attorney, an advocate, and a world-renowned journalist. I'm honored to have him co-host this podcast with me. The world has changed. Although telemedicine has been available, the use of it has exploded. We're delighted to be brought to you today by HIPAA Video. Thank you, Vicki. Great to be here with you. I'm thrilled to be uh, helping you uh, co-host this weekly podcast. In each episode, we'll bring you straight talk from doctors, nutritionists, and newsmakers on issues that are critical to your health and wellness. I want to tell you first uh, how Vicki and I met. I remember almost a half century ago how the two of us and a great gang of moms and activists work together to help move the world on how people with disabilities live their lives. Today, there are challenges, again, just to stay alive and well. We'll present some powerful opportunities to learn about health and wellness. With this series, we'll present some powerful ideas to change your lives as well. Well, yes, Geraldo, it has been a lifetime ago when we met, and I was marching and advocating for my daughter, Laura, at Willowbrook. You put the spotlight on the problem, and we're continuing to make changes today. And now, with this powerful podcast. Our program is brought to you by HIPAAvideo.net, the company that has revolutionized the way to bring you professional services right into your home, through your phone or your computer. I am delighted to be bringing you today Dr. Elisa Kaufman, a dentist who specializes in geriatric house calls and serving Manhattan, and her partner, Dr. Rachel Klein, who also serves the geriatric house call industry, but in Nassau and Queens. In fact, they have a website, geriatrichousecalldentistry.com. So welcome. So happy to have you with me today. Thank you for having us. And I want to bring on first Dr. Elisa Kaufman. So I know that you've written this wonderful book, How to Be a House Call Dentist. Now, you wrote that for the trade, I assume, for the profession. Is that correct? Is that who your audience correct. is for the book? So yes, how I'm also to become wondering... a house call dentist. Yes. How to and be... I'm wondering... You can correct me. What is it? Did no, no. How it right? to become. No, no. How, how to, to become. become. Yes. Okay. That was even more, you you know, you're literally putting into people's hands, the tools, but as a uh, listener, how can we give people advice on how to do some preventive dentistry for yourself? Can you give me some ideas of tips on good dental prevention? Sure. I would say the most important advice that I give to all of my elderly patients, as well as everyone is that you should not eat before you go to bed unless you're going to brush and rinse your mouth out. It's very bad to go to bed without brushing your teeth. Now, is it also, um, let me are, just interrupt you, is it helpful now with Listerine product-like 
Does that help in terms of your own keeping yourself physically healthy in your mouth? Um, if you want to go into products specifically, I tell all of my patients not to use Listerine, to be honest with you. No, please it's share re- that. It's, it's really too strong for uh, the geriatric population. It's, you have very thin mucosa as you age, and Listerine is a very harsh product. The best advice that I could give you for almost free, I tell them to do three quarters water, one quarter hydrogen peroxide and rinse your mouth out with that, a very diluted solution um, specifically for the elderly. Um, it really cleans your mouth out. It kills the bacteria that are supposed to die. It keeps the good ones in check. And I feel that people um, using mouthwash, that mouthwash is overused. It's used, you know, there's a lot of advertising for mouthwash. I mean, it's not what it's cracked up to be. I, I would prefer that you use plain water and really rinse your mouth out well rather than use Listerine. Wow, that's a very important piece of information. And I know we get taken in by all the commercials for different kinds of toothpaste. <laughs> Give me some toothpaste advice. Well, um, what they found is um, that toothpaste is what's really abrasive and what ages your teeth more so than the actual brushing. You think that brushing, like if you brush your floors enough, your floors will wear, your teeth enough, your teeth wear. Well, it depends also with what you clean the floor with, right? You're not cleaning your floor with Clorox, right? That's going to damage your floor. So I like True White by Sensodyne. Uh, I think that that's the least abrasive toothpaste, and I really like it. It's the most expensive one, but it's like $9.79 as compared to $6.99. I think for $3 more, you should use something that keeps your teeth from aging. So the reason your teeth yellow and darken is because they wear. They wear out. So you want to keep them uh, as as clean as possible, but with the least abrasive material as as possible as well. Well, you've got my eyes wide open. I love, I'm really grateful to hear this. I think it's important for everybody listening to know what you've noticed. Is there any other kinds of tips you want to give us? Yes. On preventive I care? want to give you, yep. Um, no, I want to give you one tip. It's called Dr. Berland and you go on his website, B-E-R-L-A-N-D. And he makes the only FDA approved denture adhesive, which is life-changing for my patients. So it's not on the shelves yet, but he's a dentist, um, a very prominent dentist who had to retire due to an injury. And he developed an oral care line for the geriatric population that's absolutely fabulous. And nobody's ever heard of him. And we reached out to each other on LinkedIn as well. And he sent me uh, all of his products, I believe. Did he send them to you too, um, Rachel? Yes. Love them. And so I've, I've given them to my patients. And first of all, there's no colorants, there's no taste. Uh, and the adhesive is unbelievable. It's life-changing for my patients. So even though some, you know, people say, oh, I don't need adhesive in my denture. I always think that everyone should use it anyway, because God forbid you're like somewhere, no one knows you have a denture and all of a sudden it starts to slip. No, that, that can't happen. Wow. And by the way, uh, one of the questions that people ask us on the phone when they are interviewing us to see whether that we are the right person to treat their mother or father or loved one is if we take any insurance. And unfortunately, Medicare does not provide for dental services, and we are not Medicaid providers. If you have any other type of dental insurance, we're happy to fill out the paperwork uh, for your reimbursement. That's our pleasure. These are things that people don't think about, and I'm so glad you're sharing with us, Dr. Elisa Kaufman, 
and Dr. Rachel Klein, who have a geriatric house call dentistry practice. And I think that the kind of information you're being able to share with us today can be life-changing for our listeners. So I'm so grateful to both of you for being with us here, brought to you by HIPAAvideo.net. And this is Victoria Schnepps. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having us. And I'm delighted today to be able to introduce you to Bobby Hasid, who is a very special doctor, trained as a cardiologist who specializes in stents, but also is one of five in the country cardiologists that also works with stroke victims and does neurological uh, work. And I want to hear more about that, Dr. Hasid. Tell us about your work and how you came to be a cardiologist. Hi, Vicki. Thank you for having me on. Can I ask you to give our listeners some tips on how do you prevent strokes? Absolutely. So um, the good thing about um, being able to do both the heart and the brain, I get to see a lot of the uh, comorbidities or the problems somebody has with the heart could lead to problems with the brain. So, um, you know, having good cholesterol uh, management, having low cholesterol um, is very important, which will help with the brain as well. Um, treating those arrhythmias, which are irregular heart rhythms, such as atrial fibrillation, is a very important factor. So one of the major causes of stroke are, are patients who go into this atrial arrhythmia, which is atrial fibrillation, which is the most common arrhythmia, which causes your heart rhythm to be irregular, which may cause a clot to form in the heart and could dislodge and go into the brain and cause a stroke. Um, good blood pressure management is very important. Um, keeping a low blood pressure, the lower the blood pressure, um, it is the better you are long-term. Um, what is the blood pressure someone should be going to? What are they looking for? What would you say is the right thing to aim for? So you want it less than 120 over 70, but some people come to me and they're saying their blood pressure is 90 over 60. Is that okay? And it's, it's okay as long as you're asymptomatic, meaning if your blood pressure uh, is around 90 over 60 and you're fine, that's where you are and that's okay. Uh, what you don't want is it to be really high, which is above 120 over 70. Um, and the lower you keep it, um, the, the, the longer uh, livelihood or prognosis, bet, the better prognosis you have long term. So uh, a lot of the stuff that I do with the heart help prevent uh, what happens in the brain in the stroke. So in those kinds of situations... When you are working with uh, people through the brain, I'm fascinated how that seems to be the last frontier of great progress is brain surgery. How did you get trained to do that? And what do you, you know, what drew you to that? Uh, that's uh, another great question. So um, where I work is at Lenox Hill Hospital and uh, the departments that we work at, uh, I'm, I'm in the cardiology department and a neurosurgical department. Uh, head by Dr. David Langer. He actually has a Netflix special uh, called Lennox Hill, and he's the doctor who, uh, who they follow. He's a very innovative guy. He sees the future. And we have been working together in the same area um, in the procedure rooms. I do the heart. He does the brain. And he's got a, also, he's got another physician. He's a, uh, he, he's a neurologist by training, but he learned how to do strokes and uh, do the technical part as well, Dr. Rafael Ortiz. So I used to see them all the time. They see me and, and, um, 
and they see how we work. And uh, he sees where um, the technology is going, where there's more and more need for physicians to be doing this type of stroke. And because innately I was trained to do a heart attacks, which are cl- blood clots in the heart, he was able to see the future of training a cardiologist who's also, who's, who's, who is trained to get up in the middle of the night, who's good with his hands, who's able to get a clot out of the heart. He just extrapolated that and said, hey, what, what do you think about we train you and you could do the brain? And, uh, it's a, it, and it was something that I had to think about and uh, because I, I finished my fellowship in 2011, so I'm nine years out. So going back and relearning a new specialty and, and you know, it takes, it's, it's humbling. You have to put your ego aside and going and getting to learn. And, and, and it's a whole new anatomy and whole different uh, uh, set of uh, procedures. But I decided, you know, I, it's something that's very interesting and I was honored to do it. And they were, and they were great to teach me and, uh, and we were able to work together and, and, uh, and grow. And uh, it just shows how if two departments and two people are able to work good together and are, are uh, collegial, you could really make a difference. Yeah, well, I do think that one of the problems in medicine is that there are so many specialists. You know, my husband was a nephrologist, so that he only cared about the kidneys. But what about the rest of the body? And the same yeah. thing with you, you know, with the cardiology, working through the brain, yeah. it really gives you that more of the whole body knowledge, right? Yes, correct. You're right. Yes. And what about, you know, in terms of your future with this, is there lots of new knowledge coming out about the brain? Um, yes. Yeah, so the technology for the past five years, the amount of technology that's gone into um, taking the clot out, retrieving the clot from the brain has really increased. Um, so the, the, the devices are becoming more and more easy to use, smaller um, so when I use, so when I go into the heart, about 95% of the times I use the wrist, um, I rarely use the leg artery, which is easier for me procedurally, but it's also a little bit more difficult for the patient. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm known as an expert in using the arm. So what I'm trying to do is, and, uh, is to take that, uh, skill set and do the brain stuff through the arm. And our, my colleagues in the neurosurgical department and ne- neurology department are, are very, keen to learning that. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a cross collaboration. Uh, I'm learning the brain and, and I'm learning that very well. And they taught me and I'm teaching them how to do uh, the radial stuff. I had to do it through the wrist. And, and again, that takes the field to the next level. So uh, the interventional cardiology field has been going on for since, um, you know, since the late seventies and, and we've been um, progressing and we've gotten to a point where we could do really complex stuff without doing open heart surgery. And with the neuro, uh, neurointerventional uh, world, it's a relatively new field uh, within the last five to 10 years. And then they have a lot of ways to go and they're going to go a lot of ways. And I'm happy to teach them the stuff that we've done and all the pitfalls we had in cardiology and transition that into their world and, 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 and hopefully um, make better outcomes for the patients. So if you were to talk about using telemedicine, HIPAA video during or after your procedures. Are there ways for you to be following up with your patients as well as beforehand, but after procedures? Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, the, the easiest way for somebody who does procedures is seeing them after the procedure, you can use telemedicine that way or pre-procedure, you know, sometimes they want to come in and they want to talk about uh, the procedure and they have questions. It's always nice to see face-to-face, have a face-to-face interaction. 
um, even though it's through uh, the telemedicine. Um, we could go over the blood work. We could go over um, whatever they have in mind, which is a, a, a follow-up visits. Uh, you know, a lot of my patients, uh, once they have a stent, they're fine, and I have them follow with their general cardiologist, but they still like to see me uh, once a year or twice a year. And you could see, you know, we could just go over their blood work, their ultrasound, the heart results, uh, a lot of stuff. You really don't need to be in the office or have a physical exam. A lot of stuff you do. For example, if you need a stress test or you need an ultrasound of the heart or neck or the brain, then obviously you can use telemedicine. But for the, for the most part, you really could, pre and post. So I think that uh, we've been talking with Dr. Bobby Hassid, who's done a special uh, kind of second career working with brain surgeons and to be able to tie the cardiology in with that. Uh, any advice for our uh, listeners on how to stay healthy beyond what we said before? Um, I think the weather is nice. Um, get out, walk, social distancing, of course, but get out and walk, uh, eat right, eat healthy, uh, have a primary care doctor, um, have a you know, cardiologist and uh if you need it, if you're within that age bracket or comorbidities and just be on top of your own health, you know, nobody cares more about you, but than you. So you be the best advocate for yourself. Well, I think that's a great way to end our interview. And I thank you so much, Dr. Bobby Hassid, who is working out of Lenox Hill Hospital with great new programs to stay healthy and to have a great intervention for keeping people whole. So thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Geraldo, have you been using telemedicine yourself? You know, that's interesting, Vicki, because with the pandemic, uh, telemedicine is now becoming all the rage here in Cleveland with the Cleveland Clinic and University Hospitals, uh, you know, two great medical institutions. They've all gone to telemedicine for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you know, it gets the word out. It's so much less expensive, so much wear, uh, less wear and tear on the patient and the doctors. So it's cost effective. It's really a great way to get uh, a doctor and a, and a patient speaking with one another in intimate circumstances, privacy, uh, good advice without the wear and tear of a personal visit. So uh, I think telemedicine is all the rage. Well, I know that you have been used to traveling the globe. Um, what are you doing now that the world has all slowed down? You know, the world certainly has shrunk my world and your world and everyone's world. We don't travel much. We live in Cleveland, Ohio. I have my television studio here in my home. Uh, so I do my Fox News uh, appearances from here. And then we do the radio show also from home. Eric and I, uh, Erica, my wife and I uh, co-host the radio show together. Uh, you know, we're having a lot of fun doing it. We don't agree on very much, but uh, we agree that we love each other. Well, listen, that's what makes for good television. That makes for good radio. That makes for good journalism. Right. If we all thought the same thing, life would not be very interesting. And I know you keep life interesting. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm so grateful. And, you know, thank you for sharing your input and knowledge. This is Victoria Schnipps, Straight Talk, Health and Wellness. And thank you for tuning in. We've been brought to you by HipAVideo.net. Get more information by going to their website. Our podcast can be heard on schnepsbroadcasting.com and wherever podcasts are heard. Vicki Schnepps signing off. Bye now. 